Hello, everybody. This is Gerald Salenti, and it's Tuesday, December 27th, 2022. New Year's coming. New Year's coming. No Trends Journal this week. I'm taking a break. Whew. The magazine's the weekly, over 150 pages. And uh, so we're taking a Christmas break. But next week, we're coming out with the top trends of 2023. And you look at last year's, man, we nailed one after another. Dragflation. Nobody's called it. No one's called it. They're still calling it stagflation. It's not stagnant. The economies aren't stagnant. They're going down around the world as inflation keeps going up. And on the market front today, it was mixed over in Asia and Europe. And the United States, the Dow is up a bit, 37 points. The S&P was down 0.4%. And the NASDAQ was down 1.38%. So stocks right now, they're headed for the worst year since you know when? The panic of 08. By the way, I took that domain name out in 2007. So the, the, S, the Dow and S&P are off by 8.5 and 19.7% respectively. So 20% for the S&P, that's bear market territory when it's down 20% and you got the uh, NASDAQ's down almost 34%. So it's deep in bear territory for December. The S and P dropped at 6.2% while the Dow and NASDAQ have tumbled 3.9 and 9.7% respectively. The major averages are on pace for their biggest monthly decline since September. So now it's, they're waiting for this Santa Claus rally. So between now and the new year, it's a short week. So we got, we got, uh, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday left. If the markets go up strongly, here's my forecast. If they go up strongly, we're going to see a bounce back. And remember, the S&P 500 has gone up. 16% following, following the 40 midterm elections. So the data is there for them to go up, but the realities are a bit different this time. So here's my forecast. If there's not a strong rally at the end of this week, you're going to see the markets dive from now until March where we may even go into a crash. When did the dot-com bust happen? March 2000. And we had forecasted in the Trends Journal. It's there in black and white. I have to be equal black and white, you know. Maybe I should put the yellow in there too. Anyway, October 1999, we forecast the dot-com bust would happen by the second quarter of 2000. No one. No one was saying that. So if this market keeps going down strongly at the rest of this week, it's not going to be a happy market new year, 2023. Oil prices are going up again. They're almost $85 a barrel now for Brent crude. And uh, Putin said all the companies that have a price cap on the oil, you know, fuck you. We're not going to, we're not going to uh, sell you oil. And now wintertime is coming and 
prices are going to keep going up. So we're in for very difficult times. The gold prices are going up. They're above 1800 again, still well below where I think they should be. But again, in the trends journal, when they started going into the 1600 range, we said, that's it. It bottomed out and we nailed it perfectly. Gold is bottomed out. As we see it, the only way it's going is up. Yes, they're going to raise interest rates come February in the United States, but they're not going to raise them aggressively. And inflation's not going away. It is going to go down in some areas, but up in other areas. So it's going to be dragflation. Economy's dragging down and inflation going up. Housing slump helps inflation fight. That's the story from today's Wall Street Journal. I'm mentioning this because this is very important. This is how history is being rewritten. The pandemic that hit the U.S. in March 2020 delivered an unexpected housing boom. It was unexpected. I would never have thought it would have gone up, by the way. Driven by working from home, Americans' desire for more space, and the Fed slashing interest rates to near zero. This is by Nick Timirauz. The pandemic that hit the U.S. Hey, Nicky boy. The pandemic did not hit the U.S. in March of 2020. Hardly anybody was dying from it. The fucking scumbag pricks. And I can't say the other word that locked down society had nothing to do with the pandemic. But that's the way they're rewriting history. So all the little children and all the morons that swallow the crap are going to say, oh, when the pandemic happened. And I ask everybody, how many people do you know personally that died of COVID? If it was a pandemic, you got eight, 10 friends are dead and a couple of uh, people in your family. Oh, I know someone who has a friend that had, oh, my 88-year-old Zance uh, friend. Oh, yeah, okay, take it easy. Again, all the data shows who died from it. People with pre-existing comorbidities, according to this Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC. So they're rewriting this and calling it the pandemic. This is one store article. By the way, that's what I do. I underline the salient points of articles. And the data about this will be in the Trends Journal. But what I wanted to point out is that Census Bureau information shows that the share of one-person households surged after the pandemic. Oh, you mean the pandemic's over? Oh, you mean when the pandemic... It's not a pandemic. But if that surge proves to be a pandemic-related anomaly, pandemic again, the demand unleashed by the pandemic... Nope, not the demand unleashed by the pandemic. The scumbags, the fucks, that lockdown society making up shit. Stand six feet apart. When you go in a restaurant, wear a mask. When you go in a restaurant, you can take it down and put those tables six feet apart. You can't sit at the bar. So stop this fucking pandemic shit. 
Oh, and by the way, all of you fucks out there that don't like my language, which is proper in the proper situation. This is situation talk. When somebody's trying to fight you and take you out, you don't say, please don't hit me. And when people are stealing all your money and robbing the joy out of your life, you don't say, oh, please, I'll be good. I'll, I'll do whatever you tell me. This is proper situational language. And all of you fucks out there, and I'm, of course, not the people listening on this channel, but the people that you know that won't tune in to me because they don't like our language, you're the little fucking scumbags that applauded when they brought that guy in with his green costume into the United States Congress and Pelosi and Harris hanging out the Ukrainian flag. The guy that plays the piano with his prick. You can look it up on YouTube. Zelensky. Listen to his language that everybody loves, bow downs, and sucks up to. Listen to Zelensky. А меня бы на одну неделю туда отправить. Если бы можно было, я бы был устроен. Кортежи, на льготы, ваши, на дачи, на всех вас, на чтобы простой учитель жил как президент, а президент этот жил как учитель. Then the series was watched. All right. There he is. Fuck off! Fuck off! Fuck off! Fuck off! Yay! We love Zelensky! Hang out your Ukrainian flag! But we hate Salenti because Salenti is an American patriot. Salenti is a fighter for freedom and peace while these fucking pricks suck the joy out of life. Nothing's come back. Nothing has come back the way it is. Hey, look at all the fucking airlines. Isn't it fun to fly anymore? What a shit show. What a shit show and what a disgrace bringing that fuck off, fuck off, fuck off, fuck off guy to our Congress. And all you scumbags that stand up and applaud. You're, a, you're being ashamed of yourself. Hey, all you fucking scumbags that stand up and applaud for Zelensky. Go over to Ukraine, go over there and fight. Take your money, take your wife, take your kids, take your partner and go fight or shut your fucking mouth. What a disgrace. What a disgrace. On to more economic news. Stop complaining, says Charlie Munger. Charlie Munger, yeah, the billionaire. Not a billionaire, an oligarch. Let's start calling them what they are. Oh, you only could call the Russians oligarchs? This is what he says. Everybody's five times better off than they used to be. I was in the middle of the Great Depression when hardship was unbelievable. So I looked up. The guy was uh, born uh, in 1924. The Depression began in 1939. Hey, oligarch, Charlie, you were five fucking years old. When it ended in, 2000, in 1939, you were 15 years old. You didn't know dick about shit. And I have a photo of my parents' wedding 
1934. Elegant as can be. My father may rest in peace work in a fish store. They were construction workers, laborers, worked in factories. Elegant as can be. And the hottest, happiest music that America ever knew. Swing time. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's one bad fucking rap and the people look like shit. They look like fucking that Fetterman. Fetterman fucking shit. So save it, Charlie Munga. Munga. EVs get more pricey to own in Europe. Filling a gas tank is less expensive than charging an electric vehicle. Thanks to the sanctions that the politicians put on Russia. But they blame it on the Ukraine war because they're prostitutes, media whores that get paid to put out by the corporate pimps in the government. Whore masters. Ready for this? Albany, New York. Just in time for Christmas, New York legislators gave themselves a 29% raise over the salary of $110,000. 29% these little fucking pricks. And I can't say the other word because then I'm not nice. Here. See that? That's me and my former wife. May she rest in peace. Love blooms on the campaign trail. We started dating during the campaign and somehow ended up being a prime example that love and politics make a good combination, blah, 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 said Marianne. And it goes on here to say that um, uh, Gerald Salenti, graduate, blah, 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 and uh, assistant to the secretary of the New York State Senate. I was there. All right. These little pieces of arrogant, stupid shit. You got to have a pair of balls smaller than a mothball to look up these to these little political pieces of shit. And look how they steal our money. Look how they steal our money. 29 percent. 29% salary increase. And they don't do shit. I could go on with that one. Anyway, Euronews. Russia's foreign minister lashed out saying Kiev and the West sought to destroy his country and Ukraine must meet Moscow's demands or its army will. Yep. Our proposals are well known to the enemy. State news agency task quoted Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov. Quote, the point is simple. Fulfill them for your own good. Otherwise, the issue will be decided by the Russian army. So the Russian army, huh? Let's see here. Biden signs $858 billion National Defense Authorization Act. Add another $40 billion to it of weapons that America is sending, 45 is it, that is sending to $45 billion in aid to Ukraine. Oh, $900 billion defense budget. I talked about electric vehicles and the batteries are 1800, 1800 invention. 
Could you imagine rather than the trillions of dollars spent for war, if that money went into research, scientific research? Oh, yeah, we would have a nice clean climate. We'd have great food. We'd be a whole different species. But only money for war. And all the war hawks love it. Yep. Yeah, you ready for this? At this speech over there, um, I just read you what Lavrov said. And then you have um, Zelensky saying when he spoke to Congress, Congress. Zelensky says, historic address to Congress, that um, uh, Biden pledged to help the young leader, quote, as long as it takes. Against all odds and doom and gloom scenarios, Ukraine didn't fall. Ukraine is alive and kicking, Zelensky said. It's not alive and kicking. The Russians are occupying some 20% of it. Depending on who you're reading, about 70% of the electricity is destroyed, water destroyed. And again, this all happened and Putin warned before they did it that it would only escalate if they escalated the war, which they did by blowing up the Crimea Bridge and the Nord Stream pipelines. And that's when it escalated. But nobody reports that. Zelensky says Ukraine unbowed. Even Russians expect defeat. This was from Reuters, July 24th. Even Russians expect defeat. Even occupiers admit we win, we'll, we will win. This is the kind of propaganda they sell. And they're not winning. S report, CIA is directing sabotage attacks inside Russia. This is from antiwar.com. The CIA has been using a European NATO countries' intelligence services to conduct sabotage attacks inside Russia since the February invasion of Ukraine. Investigative journalist Jack Murphy reported citing unnamed foreign U.S. intelligence and military officials. The article goes on. Go to antiwar.com. But I want to read this to you. The CIA spokesman denied the allegations made in the report, but Murphy pointed out that the spy agency can legally deny the existence of its covert actions, operations. Murphy said that the article, quote, went through a vigorous fact-checking process and it was deemed newsworthy but not newsworthy for the American media. And speaking of pieces of shit, not Murphy, the other pieces of shit, the political pieces of shit, this fucking arrogant little prick who couldn't fight his way out of a paper bag, Lindsay, you come out of the closet yet, Graham, he said earlier this week that, how does the war end? When Russia breaks and they take Putin out, Anything short of that was going to continue, Graham said on Fox. Graham said the U.S. is in, quote, in it to win it. And the only way you're going to win it is to break the Russian military and have somebody in Russia take Putin out and give the Russian people a new lease on life. Oh, take Putin out for the war he started? How about taking LBJ out, the guy that brought us into the Vietnam War eight months after they assassinated uh, JFK? How about uh, 
Bill Clinton. How about George Bush Sr.? Yeah. Look at these. I found these articles. had these things. At war. January 28th, 1991. Time. War and golf. What the fuck are we doing over there? Oh, you mean you don't remember the phony things that they had? That they said that Iraqi soldiers were in Kuwait and they were bayonetting little kids in the, in the, in the hospitals. You don't remember that? Oh, and it was told by the daughter of like a guy that was a top guy in, in Kuwait, like the embassy guy. And people swallowed that shit. Yep. He said Ukraine had large drones such as Reapers and Gray Eagles. Ukraine would kill if he said if Ukraine, this is great, Lindsey Graham, had large drones such as Reapers and Gray Eagles, Ukraine would, quote, kill tons of Russians without losing any Ukrainians in the endeavor. Tons of Russians. No talk about peace. This is the peaceful time of the year. Prince of Peace was born. And look at this, look at this disgusting crap. So there was LBJ. Let's see. There was George Bush Sr. There was Clinton. There was Bush Jr., the Iraq and Afghan wars. Every time Bill Clinton got caught with his pants down, bombs away over Baghdad. Yep. Matter of fact, this is that prick Clinton. President Clinton punishes Iraq for a plot to kill George H.W. Bush. In retaliation for an Iraqi plot that was proved, by the way, totally false, to assassinate U.S. President George Herbert Walker Bush during his April visit to Kuwait, President Clinton ordered U.S. warships to fire Tomahawk cruise missiles at Iraq in downtown Baghdad. Isn't that nice? Wonder how many people you killed. How many missiles? Let's see here. On April, blah, 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 blah. yep, 23 Tomahawk missiles, each costing more than a million dollars, were fired off the USS Peterson in the Red Sea and the cruiser USS Chancellorville in the Persian Gulf. Destroying the building and killing civilians. Oh, this is from history. So I'm not making this up. Ancient history. That's okay to do that. That's okay to go in. But those dirty Russians, huh? Yep. <sighs> Beijing deploys warplanes near Taiwan. Oh, how terrible. Total of 71 Chinese airplanes. Yep. The Biden administration and Taiwan government separately criticized China's military maneuvers. But the United States could do maneuvers in the Black Sea. They could do them off the coast of St. Petersburg, 14 miles off the coast of Russia with, with bombers. That's fine. You know, oh, oh, and how about United States troops up in Lithuania? Oh, yeah, and Poland, right on that. Oh, yeah, but that's okay. But those dirty Chinese. U.S. steps up right against Islamic State. Isn't that nice? What are we doing over in Syria? And then they go on to say near the end of the article, while ISIS is significantly degraded in Iraq and Syria, the group does maintain the capability to conduct operations in the region. Army General Eric Carrilla, who heads Central Command, 
based in Tampa, Florida, told reporters Thursday, quote, and we know the group has a desire to strike outside the region. How do you know that? And what are we doing over there? You're, you're illegally in another country called Syria, but those dirty Russians. Oh, and you know who the Americans are fighting with over there in Syria? The rebel force that wants to overthrow the government of Assad. They call them the Syria Democratic Forces. Isn't that nice propaganda language? And you're ready for this? Despite the growing regional threat, the terror group doesn't pose an imminent threat to the United States, officials said. Then what the fuck are we doing over there? Could you imagine if the Syrians were over here trying to get people that they hate? Oh, or the Russians? This propaganda is just terrible. And again, the British, they're one of the biggest donators to the, the war machine over there in Ukraine. This is an article that just came out. Uh, question everything. And that's the, the, the website. And economic anthropologist Jason Hickel and co-author Dylan Sullivan published an article in the uh, academic journal of world development titled Capitalism and Extreme Power, a global analysis of real wages, human height, and mortality since the, the long 16th century. The report the scholars estimated because of the British and everybody loves that Winston Churchill. Yeah, Winston tastes good like a cigarette should. A fucking murderous prick. And all the ones before him. The royalty, the royalty. Don't forget the royalty. The royalty don't shit or piss. Oh, that's the other fucking crap they had. King Charles with his Christmas. What the fuck do I care what this guy said for Christmas? Anyway, you ready? Scholarly study found that British colonialism caused approximately... 165 million deaths in India from 1880 to 1920. 165 million. The hypocrisy out there is right in front of everybody's eyes. Hey, yeah, but did you see that guy make that 65-year punt? The, people don't know shit about what's going on. The British, the Americans, all the fucking wars. And the arrogance of these generals still dressed up like little kids, like they're in Boy Scouts with all their medals. And the officials, the official pieces of shit telling us what's next and what's going to happen when they haven't won a war since World War II. So that's what we have for today. Again, we're coming out with the top trends on um, next Tuesday. We'll be doing a Trends in the News on Thursday. And please do what you can to support Occupy Peace, OccupyPeace.com, OccupyPeace.com, and the Universal Church of Freedom, Peace, and Justice, FreedomPeaceJustice.com. Because I'm giving everything I can to fight for peace. But they don't quote me. They quote a little piece of fucking scum shit like Lindsey Graham, a warmonger. That's all they quote of the warmongers. Christmas season, the Prince of Peace, nah, forget about it. And of course, if you want to know history before it happens, the Trends Journal. And here's your cover of the Trends Journal. Yep, here it is. Corruption, oppression, World War III, censorship, tyranny, lies. Calm down, Salenti. What are you so upset about? Watch your language.
Watch your language. We swallow the language of Zelensky. And I wonder if the Harris and uh, Pelosi like the way he plays the piano with his dick. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, spread the word, hit the follow things, you know, all the things you need to do to keep spreading the word about the um, what we're putting out there. And go to trendsjournal.com for all my other interviews that you'll see. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. From COVID war to Ukraine war to world war, are you prepared for what's next? These are unprecedented times. What's next? What's going to happen? Read the Trends Journal. We have an unsurpassed track record of forecasting history before it happens. Subscribe to the Trends Journal. Read history before it happens. From the world leader in trend forecasting.